What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. My name is Sean Chi, and I am back with my top five bets for the week in the world of mixed martial arts and at the UFC 293 betting show this week because that's the biggest game in town and we're going to be concentrating on that card just like last week when it was UFC uh, Paris um, it's it's kind of um, you know a downtime obviously the, the PFL playoffs just uh, wrapped up Bellator are uh, I don't, I, I don't know what Bellator are doing, but they have an Irish card coming up in a couple of weeks and all of that. So we are in, the, I suppose, the middle of a downtime in terms of the other organizations. One will be back as well and all. But uh, the UFC are, uh, are doing some good things here. Now, this isn't the best card in the world, but I've picked out some interesting bets. And actually, um, uh, sometimes, sometimes it's tough enough to pick out bets on, on one specific card or even when a card is maybe not the best card uh, in the world. But this one... There was, a, there was a couple of uh, of bets I left in the drafts even. Maybe we'll discuss them towards the end of the show. Before I get into all of that, though, let's review last week. And again, not a great week. We've After the amazing run we went on there um, towards the middle of the year, it's been a tough... Tough month. Tough month. Let, let's leave August behind us, I think. And we'll move, <laughs> we'll move forward uh, to September, even the start of September. Not great. But the middle of September, into September. We'll be very good. We only hit one bet last week. And that was the, the Rosenham Yunus Firo fight to go to a decision. Um, and even people are probably thinking in the first round of that after Rose had the broken finger, it mightn't be the best bet ever. But that got through at minus 155. My, my Irish bias went against me. I gave the two Irish lads, and unfortunately, both of them uh, lost. Now, Ken and Ockram wasn't too far away from winning a plus 130. I, I feel like an extra minute in the end of that third round, and he could have snatched it, but Taylor Lapis absolutely deserved that win, don't get me wrong. And Reese McKee, I had him via a knockout at plus 450. And if you had that back, you were probably thinking, Sean, you're a genius in the, la- in the last uh, 30 seconds or the last 90 seconds even of the third round, but it wasn't to be for Reese either. Um... I gave Chariot to win, but I gave him my decision, and he didn't. He he got through it uh, a lot quicker, honestly, than I expected. And that was a great win for Chariot, although you know maybe the the matchmaking could have been a little bit tougher there. But anyway, and then Ganya, I would say a similar sort of thing. I gave him the win by decision as well, but uh, he uh, he got through it very easily and dominated. So yeah, not um not the best week, not the best week. But we'll move forward. We'll go on, and we shall improve. Right. I'm starting at the very top this week and I'm talking about the main event first um, and the bet I'm going for here so the odds for Adesanya like I, I do think Adesanya will win and I think he will win uh, dominantly enough or maybe get a late finish um, but the odds around those sort of bets or Adesanya straight up or let's say Adesanya by knockout or Adesanya by decision I, I'm not the biggest fan of them, right? I, I, I don't I don't think there's much value in, in them. So the bet I have gone for, I'm going for the over three and a half rounds at minus 138. Now, I, I like this because I do think if Adesanya wins this fight, it will be later, uh, uh, you know, maybe, as I said, this is three and a half rounds, so maybe late... Um, lay a four-round stoppage or a fifth-round stoppage or to win by decision. Like, the most likely for me is him to win by decision. And while we're here, let's let's take a look at uh, at, at some of the other bets, and I'll talk more about why I, I picked what I picked then. But my bet, as I said, over three and a half rounds at minus 138. So some of the prices, straight up, I see some places here have Adesanya as high as minus 700. So that is a massive price. Now, 
I think that's probably justified. I, I look, I see one place has him at minus four fifty. Now that's a bit of an outlier. Most are around. I, I the lowest after is minus uh, five nine nine. It's all around minus six hundred ish. Um, and I think that's fair. If you can get minus four fifty, I would say absolutely take that. Um, the Adesanya knockout is I, I just actually it's just after moving up to even money. So I'm uh, I'm looking at here yesterday. It was minus. It, it was only minus one of five. I think so. Not massive. It's actually started out at plus one twenty. Um, so what? Not a massive jump there, but still plus one hundred to get a knockout. I'm not. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I think it'll either be that or the decision. The price for how to sign you win by decision is plus one thirty. So like they're not you're you're not taking massive prices there. Now my opinion, maybe maybe your opinion is different. So if your opinion is different, maybe look at uh, a few of the the other prices. My opinion is it's going to be a longer fight, um, and I'll tell you the reasons for that in a second. But I think that over bet is good. And if you look at the over under prices, so we, we forget about one and a half rounds, two and a half rounds. The over is minus two two five, so I expect it to go longer. Uh, the under plus one six three. Oh, the under three and a half rounds is plus 105 minus 138 as I said uh, for the over and then four and a half rounds minus 105 for the over the under is minus 125 so that's kind of the sweet spot there and that's that's why I took it I kind of I'm taking that sweet spot there between uh the over three and a half rounds and maybe the fight going to um you know the the the, the fight in the late and the fight going to a decision now my reasoning behind that is it's pretty simple, I think. I think both of these guys, it feels like that is the sort of fight they're preparing for and they usually prepare for. And I'll explain that uh, a little bit more fully. So, like, Adesanya is one of the most talented fighters we've ever seen in the UFC. No doubt about it. Um, I'm a massive admirer of him. Look, we sp- I've spoken in the past about... Um, his issues in terms of maybe becoming a star because of what he does inside the cage in terms of, you know, the Cannoneer fight where it is people walking out in the fourth round and the Vittori fight, someone even somewhat the Whitaker fight the second time, even the Romero fight was one of the most boring fights ever. He has had a number of those fights and he usually does it because he knows he's going to win. Now, the Romero fight may be a little bit different. No problem with that. And even the Romero fight, you understand it. But the Cannoneer one, he knew he was going to win. He was winning early and he didn't take any chances. Now, should you do that? You know, you you, should, you could say yes. Sporting-wise, you could say yes. Uh, if, if we're looking at it as a meritocracy. And maybe you could say, if you're looking at it from Adesanya becoming the biggest star in the sport, you'd probably say no. He probably needs to go out there and get the finish. But that's beside the point here. To me, that's what he does, right? And you're, there are some examples, obviously, where he doesn't, but I think they are based on the matchup. And um, the matchup here is something that I'm very interested in, right? Because I said both guys would fight the fight to get the over three and a half rounds. And I, I mean that. And the way I think Strickland will fight that fight is very simple. Very simple, because he says all the time, oh, you know, I've been practicing wrestling, but I'm going to, you know, just forget about that. And I'm going to just throw hands and I, you know, I'm going to go into a war and all that. Sean Strickland never does that. Never does that. Right now. Do I think he's going to wrestle for five rounds or something like that? You know, probably not. Right. Do I think he'll try a bit of wrestling? Maybe he probably should. But also 
is he the sort of lad that will walk into something and get himself destroyed? Now, you could, you're probably saying, Shani, what are you talking about? Did you watch the Pereira fight? And absolutely, yeah, but that's more of like a one big punch knockout. Adesanya has the ability to do that, right? But it's not, I suppose, what he's known for. He, obviously, he did it to, to Pereira, the other side of it. But he's not, you know, he's not a one punch knockout guy. Uh, uh, but as I said, he can obviously do that. He's more of a, a technically brilliant, superb fighter who can game plan really well and beat most people. And... I think that's what he's going to do here, right? And for Strickland's point, what I think he's going to do is try... He's going to try his best to take him down. He's going to try his best to win the stand-up battle. He's going to try his best to win the technical battle and all of that, right? And if he does... He does, right? We've the over three and a half rounds here, so if Strickland wins by decision, we're still winners, right? So that's grand. But if he does, he does, right? But if he doesn't, is he going to do enough to allow Israel Adesanya enough of an opening to finish him? Is he going to do enough that um, will force Izzy not to just canter to a finish like he did against, uh, to the finish, rather than a finish, sorry there, like he did against Cannoneer, Vittorian and others? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, I, I do feel Sean Strickland talks a lot of rubbish and all of that, but I do feel he is one of these guys who will get in there. He will absolutely give his all to try to win, but when he knows he can't, I don't think he'll want to get knocked out. I don't think he'll do what Korean Zombie did and take a big chance and get himself knocked out. I don't think he'll do that. And I don't think Izzy, and well, in fact, I know Izzy isn't the type of guy to go and look for a big knockout uh, against the guy who uh, is is overmatched against him. We've we've never seen him do that. Never, you know. In fact, it, it's the guys who brought it, like Castellum brought it, and Izzy's well able to go for a guy like that. Uh, Paul Tan brought it, and Izzy win for him the first time. Okay, didn't work out so well, but the second time, um, Izzy brought it back at him and knocked him out. But when a guy doesn't go for him, which I think will be the case after Strickland realizes he's outmatched, Izzy will just happily beat him to a decision. And that's how I think the fight will go. Now, could that change very late? Could that change, let's say, in the fifth round? Or could Strickland maybe get tired and, and you know, five rounds against Adesanya is a very tough thing to do? Possibly that's why I'm giving myself that little bit of an edge there and with the uh, the extra round and a half or whatever it might be. Um, and finding that sweet spot in terms of the prices as well was my big issue about finding this one or else I probably would have gone for uh, Adesanya by decision but I think I think my logic there is is sound enough now it might happen like look Adesanya go out and punch him first punch and knock him out it's MMA if anyone tells you they know exactly what's going to happen in MMA they're liars, right? They're, they're liars. And there's plenty of them out there. You'll never get that from me on, uh, on this bench, although you might the odd time. But this one, that's that's just the way I see it going. I'm, as I said, I might be wrong, and, and people out there, uh, some may know better than me even, but um, yeah, that's my opinion. I think it's going to be Adesanya winning the fight, Strickland trying hard, um, and it kind of getting into this... I, I suppose a pattern. I think it'll become a very patterned fight um, without, like, the big knockout blows from either guy. Like, let's let, let's just look at their uh, at their last few fights and let's see the um, 
uh, like how to fight to win because we we talk about this a lot of the time, and I think it's interesting to like Izzy has a pretty good finishing um, percentage. If we look at it, he's twenty four wins. He's only eight decisions and 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 uh, sixty knockouts of his two losses. Okay, he has lost one by by decision as well. But you know, his last two obviously the pair of fights as we spoke about both knockouts. But there was four decisions in a row then behind that. So half of his decisions in his whole career have come in his last five fights, sorry, his last six fights in the last two years. So that, I think that tells a bit of a story. For Strickland at the other side of it, he's had 27 wins, 12 decisions. So that's a, a pretty high percentage there. Um, and three of his five losses have also been by uh, by decision. So, you know, uh, two of his last three fights have been by decision. He went to a decision with Jack Cromanson, Uriah Hall and Christoph Jocko as well all of those decisions uh, in the last two years. Now he's had, uh, obviously Pereira knocked him out. Uh, he knocked out uh, Abu Magomedov and there was a few more in there as well. So um, there have been a lot of decisions in their, uh, in, in their fights over the last while. So definitely, I think uh, the logic is sound in that one and that's why I am going for that as my first bet of the week. Right, I, I'll be honest here and I said it at the start, my bets changed an awful lot this week. Um, and I, I'm going to mention my five, but I'll mention some more afterwards as well when we get, I suppose, to the uh, to the recap. The first bet here I'm going for, though, um, is Tyson Pedro. Uh, and he is fighting Anton Turcali, and straight up he is plus 100 to win that fight. Um, this is a fight, again, that the prices have, have kind of changed a little bit in the last while. Um, he... I see him in one book here. He's actually minus 117. He started out minus 125, uh, went all the way out to minus 153, and he's into plus 100 now. So I I, I wonder why that has changed an awful lot, right? I, and I think, I think I know why that has changed an awful lot. And I think it's people kind of looking at his record. Now, he lost to Modestus Bogosis last time out, and I'm really sure I came on here and go, I'm never betting on Tyson Pedro again after, after that one. You know, I was... Uh, and and I, actually, I think I, maybe I had the under on that, possibly. I think, I think I had the knockout on that, and it kind of... Another fight that kind of drifted towards the end. Um, and I actually wouldn't rule that out in, in this fight at all. Now... The other part on Pedro is like he he hasn't won a big one in a while. Like his two, last two wins in the UFC are Henry, Harry Hunsucker and Ike uh, Ike Villanueva. Um, since he's come back from injury, th- those are his only three fights. The if you're trying to Bukestis, uh, Modestus Bukowskis one since 2018, you know when he lost to Shogun and we lost to OSP. So there is, I suppose, a a rating of Tyson Pedro gone on in real time here. And so here, here it is. Here's my opinion on it, right? And here's why I gave him as the bet. I, I don't rate Tyson Pedro as highly maybe as some, but I don't rate him as lowly as some either or as, or as badly as some either. I think he is one of those guys that if he shows up, he can be very, very, very good. And if he doesn't, he, he can not be. Um, I think if there's a real bad matchup for him, say like I'm looking at Turkali's record. Let, let's say he fought someone like a Jelta and Amida. Yeah, I wouldn't be backing him in that. Or if he fought like a really good wrestler, uh, I wouldn't be backing him in that. Now Turkali can wrestle a bit, but not an amazing wrestler. A cue three rounds of of wrestle uh, blanket in here, but um, uh, we we'll leave that point for a second. I just think he's, you know, he's fighting over, you know, he's fighting down under as well, and there'll be a lot of his home crowd there with him. Um, and I, I, I just think, 
uh, when you, you look at this matchup, right? You see what Anton Takali's done, uh, I suppose, over his his career. He's look, he's lost his two UFC fights, um, and uh, he he won his Dana White Contender Series fight to come in. But he had a good run uh, in Brave and other places. Um, I, I think people are probably saying, right, he's he's the coming guy. You know, he's twenty seven years of age. He's eight and two. You know, he's uh, good knockout power. He's a good finish and all. He's probably just going to be a little bit too good for Tyson Pedro, like Bukowski was. Uh, and I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, watching some of Turkel, like, I think he's a little bit too slow. I don't know if he hits as hard as a lot of the 205ers. Um, I'm not sure if he's as well-rounded as some of the 205ers. Now, I don't think um, Tyson Pedro is as well-rounded as some of them either, and I would say he absolutely is not. But he does have the speed. He does have the athleticism. He does have the power. Um, and I think that will be... The, the factor here, the biggest factor here in winning this one. Um, Turkal is the type of guy who will kind of stick in there, and if the fight is to be won by decision, he will probably win it by decision, right? Um, but if, like, so the, the frustrating thing with me is Pedro. You look at Pedro, and I, I, I haven't thought about this before, but I'm going to look at it now, right? Pedro is the type of guy who always wins his fights Early, but maybe not necessarily too early. Now, the Harry Hunzorka one, he, he had 65 seconds. But the Villanueva one, right? The last five seconds of round one. Um, uh, the, his fight before that, 354 round one, 410 round one, 407, 301. So it's it's like the end of round one. Now, I'm, they're all very early. But he's a guy who kind of waits and waits and waits and then kind of takes you out towards the end. I, I think against a guy like Torkal, that'll work out well. Because... I think lulling him into maybe the um, the pace that he wants to fight at will be a, is a smart move. I really do because like if if he gets into that pace and he thinks you're going to fight the rest of the fight in that pace, he'll think, "Well, I've kind of I've won this battle here. My battle was to get the fight to this pace." And then when you turn up the pace and get the big shot and knock him out, that's the difference. I think that's the difference. So I would like look. I'd like to see a bit of an evolution from Pedro here as well. Even if he can't get that knockout early. I would like to see him throw a few more shots. I, th- I think a big problem with Pedro as well, right, which you know might cause him to do exactly what I did, was I think he is kind of a little bit afraid of his cardio. We've seen in fights in the past where it has kind of let him down a bit. And I think he doesn't throw his paws because he's afraid if he throws too many punches, he's going to, you know, he's going to uh, run out of fuel and that'll be that. Um Whereas against Turkel, I don't know if he's going to push the pace hard enough to actually make him run out of fuel. So, I I just I just feel like it's a very favourable matchup for Tyson Pedro. I really do. I, 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 one, I think uh, Turkel is there to be hit. Uh, two, I think he's going to struggle to hit uh, Pedro. And three, I don't know if he pushes the pace hard enough to take Pedro to a place where he's going to struggle late. So, with that said, I'm going for the underdog, Pedro. And it's the price as well. I like the price here. I really like this price. So, plus 100. And that looks like it's going to go out as well. That look, price looks like it's going to go better. So, maybe hold off on that another couple of days and see how it goes there. All right. Next bet. Bet number three. Um, I'm going for Carlos Ulberg to win via TKO KO. Now, this isn't the most amazing price in the world. It's uh, minus 134. Um, I was looking at a couple of places. 
you know, hopefully it'll be closer to even money by the time the, the fight comes around, but that's around the price uh, it is right now. That bet hasn't actually been out for uh, for too long, so maybe we'll be you'll be able to get uh, an update on that the, the closer it, um, uh, it gets to the fight. Um, so he's fighting... Um, He's fighting against Dajun here. And watching both of these lads. Um it look, they're they're not too dissimilar in terms of fighters. They're two 205ers who want to go out there and they want to be technical fighters and they want to land the harder shots, right? So it's a very simple fight like that. This is one I don't really see massive takedowns. I don't see a lot of grappling unless someone maybe gets knocked down or someone gets hurt or something like that. This is going to be, in my opinion, a technical boxing match. And I think picking Carlos Ulberg in a technical boxing match or picking against Carlos Ulberg in a technical boxing match against anyone outside of a, a very high level is probably a foolish thing to do. I think he's very, very good. Um, he's minus 286 here, plus 220 for Jung. And I think that's about fair, to be honest. And now, people have listened to this before. I actually rate Jung. I think he's a good fighter. He has vicious power. Very, very powerful fighter. And as I said, a good technical fighter as well. But I do really like Olberg. I just... You know, he went in there and who was it? Kennedy and Juku. Yeah, it was indeed that that fight where he lost. And you know, we, Kennedy does what Kennedy does. I suppose lulls you into false insecurity and then knocks you out. But since that, he's he's looked really good and he's got three knockouts in his last three fights. And I think that's a big reason here why I'm going for this as well. Now, uh, Jung is you know he knocked out Kennedy and Juku. So if you, you're looking at it on MMA mats. Uh, he's a bit of an advantage there, but like even in his losses, I watched back part of that Devin Clark fight today, and you know he landed shots against against Devin, but the big issue that I saw in that fight, especially early, because I I think I think that's the most important part of of these sort of fights, especially in heavyweight and light heavyweight. The watches, he did get drawn in by a guy. Uh, you know Devin Clark, and I think uh, even more so, Olberg will will try to do it drawn in by a guy who wants to counter him and if you do that against Ulberg you're in a really 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 tough spot because he can outbox you with his skill but if he can force you to beat yourself to the punch and what I mean by that is you're putting yourself basically in an area where you're going to get punched by him or he wants to punch you you're on a real real you know road to nowhere there it's a real problem and i think jung will do that he's not the type of guy to stand around and you know wait on ceremony and wait for the fight to happen he will try to make it happen now he could go in there and knock him out because of that uh kennedy did it uh but i think he will do it earlier and i don't think he'll wait around as much now alberg is a guy like he as i said he's happy enough to take you on in um a technical matchup but i think he's very good very, very good. It was the um, your Pateria fight, I think, I was watching, where he just kind of stood off and went, all right, come on to me and I'm going to finish you. And that's exactly what it did. That's the fight I see here. And that's why I'm going for him to get the knockout at minus one, three, four. Right. Uh, next bet, I'm going for bet number four. Um, and I'll run through this one pretty quickly. Not the biggest bet in the world, but I I, I, I like this price, even though it is, uh, it's minus 195, right? Okay, not the biggest price in the world. 
Um, and we look further into the prices here in a second, but it's Malarkey and McDessie to go to a decision. Um, I really liked his fight to go to a decision, if I'm being honest. I think they're two very similar fighters. They're two strikers who go at it, but maybe don't have like the biggest knockout uh, power in the world. Like, um, you look at Malarkey, two of his last three fights have gone to uh, a decision. He did get the knock. Uh, he got, actually got knocked out uh, in his last fight, and half of McDessie's wins have gone to a decision. Five of his eight losses have gone to a decision as well. Uh, if you look at his last one, two, three, four, five, six fights, all went to a decision. Um, and two of the three before that was a spin and wheel kick. So what, eight of his last nine fights have gone to a decision. Uh, and he's fought some good guys in there, you know, Abel Trujillo, Jesus Pinedo, uh, uh, Nazareth Hakparast, uh, Baja Mundes, uh, Mehdi Baghdad, uh, Yancy Medeiros, uh, and, and more. Um, I, look, I just think this is going to be a good old-fashioned kickboxing match between two kind of middle-of-the-road, uh, what are they, lightweights, uh, and I think it's going to be fun. I do, I, I think it's going to be fun, but... <clears throat> I think I, I think Malarkey will win, and I think he is the uh, he is the betting favorite. Let me just check the uh, uh, the the money line prices. Uh, yeah, he is minus two fifty plus two hundred for McDessie. So I do think Malarkey will win. If McDessie was the favorite, I might be more inclined to say it won't go to a decision because I think he has a, a a touch more power in fights where he's dominating. I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to come from behind with power. Whereas Malarkey, I think not necessarily with his power, but with his cardio ability uh and his doggedness he's the type of guy that can can do that but i do think uh mcdessie is a very very hard chinned tough nosed type of guy and he will stick in there i think he'll probably lose two or three rounds uh, and i think it'll go to a decision i as i said i i just think the power uh from um malarkey won't be enough to put mcdessie out mcdessie will hold on i don't think mcdessie's maybe at this stage of his career, let's see what I feel like. Mitesi's younger than we think. No, thirty-eight. He's, he's relatively old. Um, yeah, so I think that will go to a decision. And uh, yeah, that's that in that one. And right, the last bit of the week. Uh, this now this is uh, we we give a flyer every week, as you know. So those are, my, those are my four bets, and this is the fifth one. This is the flyer, and this is this is a flyer. This is a real flyer now. I'm going for Volkov to win by submission at plus. 1400 when i saw that i was like oh um now he's fighting tied to ivasa and volkov has had a lot of fights he's had 46 fights in his career and he's only won three times by submission now that's you know that's not uh, an awful lot his last one was uh a good few years ago uh just before he's i think two fights before he came into the ufc back in two, uh, 2016 so it's, you know it's been a it's been a while it's been a while don't get me wrong to Ivasa, he's only been submitted once in his losses in the UFC, or sorry, in, in his career. In, in fact, it was in the UFC to, to Sergei Spivak, who we saw last weekend. But the thing about it here is, right, Volkov is a guy who, and, and I remember talking about Volkov in one of these before, and I was like, oh, do you know, he'll try in the odds uh, takedown and all that. And a load of people in the comment section are like, what are you talking about? Volkov never throws in takedowns. And I'm like, yeah, that, that is true, right? That is true. He doesn't throw in a lot of takedowns, right? But if you're thinking in this fight, he's, I think, I, I feel like he's going to jab him up and use his range very well, use his length very well. But like, I, is he going to get the finish against Tuivasa that way? And like, 
is Tuivasa going to cause him any few problems? Let's say he does, right? So this is my thinking. And this, as I said, this is a flyer. So this is not go out and, you know, put a hundred quid on this or anything. Like this is a fiver you never want to see again type of thing. If Tuivasa does have a bit of success on the inside, lands a few shots, I think Volkov will be happy to tie him up Maybe get a trip and get on top of him. Now, as I said, and you know, you can probably look at the stats. He hasn't that many takedowns in the UFC. Doesn't really go for him a lot because he uses his size really well. But the different series, fighting a guy who, in two Vasa, has knocked out guys like say like Derek Lewis is big, uh, Sakai Hardy and others. Um, Stefan Struve, a great example. He knocked out Stefan Struve who are bigger and, you know, longer than him because he's a really good boxer. Now, is he the best boxer in the world? Can he be beaten? You know, can you beat him and all that? Absolutely. No no problem. But he also can cause people problems. And that's my thinking. If he does cause him a problem, could he get tripped? Could he get taken down? Could he get submitted? I think there is a possibility. Plus 1,400 is the flyer. That's the flyer. That's the logic behind it. And that's what we're going for. All right, let's look at some of the other prices and we'll recap the bets then. Um, uh, one bet I, I left on the cutting room floor because the price isn't in yet and I really, really want to get this price, but we're, you know, we have a deadline here to reach and we haven't got it yet. So the key for Crosby, Kevin Giuseppe fight, um, it's a very, very close fight in terms of the bet. And Kiefer is plus 130, minus 163 for Giuseppe. What I wanted to back here was the fight to finish inside the distance. And as I said, the betting lines aren't up yet. I would guess it will be, you know, maybe somewhere around even money, hopefully. And if it is, I think I'd be backing that. I just think the two of these guys are going to put it all out there. They're going to lay it out in front of everyone the first fight of the night. Uh, and I think it could be the fight of the night because that's the way the two of these last fight. Obviously, I've seen Kiefer fighting since he was an amateur. and watching some of you said he's a very, very good fighter as well. I actually find it very hard to pick that fight. Um, and I'm not, not going to give you another Irish tip here now because uh, I'll probably get killed if I pick all the Irish guys and they all lose. They'll probably say I have a bad influence on them or something. But, um, I, I just like this to finish inside. I think someone's, one of the two of them is getting knocked out. I think that's just the way both of them fight. And I think that's uh, a good bet in that one. Right, so some of the other fights on the night. Uh, let, let's start and, and just give the, the money line price. I know we talked a good bit about Adesanya Strickland. So we leave that there. But uh, minus uh, 599 is uh, is around the price. Plus 450 for Strickland. Obviously, the, the minus price for uh, for Adesanya. Um I think it's very interesting. If you fancy Strickland, he's plus 900 to get the knockout. If you fancy him to take him down and get the submission, he's plus 2200. So a big, big price there. Adesanya inside the distance, minus 110 as well there. I like my over bet in that one, if I'm being honest. Um, Volkov to Ivasa. Volkov is the favorite, minus 250, plus 200 for to Ivasa. If you fancy the to Ivasa knockout, plus 275. If you fancy the Volkov knockout, Minus 110. So not massive there. I like the submission. Uh, plus uh, 1,400, as I spoke about earlier. The over-under on that one, let's say a round and a half over-under. Minus 105, minus 125 for the under. So they do fancy it to uh, to finish under. Um, if you fancy the over two and a half rounds, plus 200. If you fancy the fight to go to a decision, uh, plus 275. You know, could it go to a decision? Maybe. I, I, I do think, like, Volkov is the type of guy who, if he can control the fight, I think he may control the fight and keep controlling the fight. It's only three rounds as well. I think that fight to go to decision of plus 275 bet is not bad. Now it's a heavyweight fight. 
so you know, take take that as it is. But um, I, I just have a little bit of a feeling that Tuivasa will cause him one or two problems. I don't think he'll win at all. Absolutely not. But I think he might cause him enough problems to make him either one, try something different, or two, be very controlled. So, yeah, that's uh, my call on that one. This is an interesting fight. Felipe DeSantis and Manuel Cape. People probably saying, Sean, you're talking about this lad's only seven fights he's supposed to fight in Contender Series. I went and watched a bit of him. He's a good fighter. And I had someone actually text me and go, here, have you seen this lad who's fighting Manuel Cape? This is not by no means an easy fight. And I'm like, I was just literally saying the same thing to myself. Um, plus 300, minus, um, minus 400 for Cape. The submission is the thing I want to look at for for uh, Santos now plus twelve hundred. Maybe I should have changed it. Maybe this should have been my flyer. Can I get? Can I go with a double flyer? Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm going with a double flyer. I'm going for six bets this week. Plus twelve hundred. This is too good. This is too good to turn down. Santos by submission. Uh, it's plus twelve hundred. It's really good. Like I, I, I think Cape and Shar notice. He's a guy who flies off the handle a little bit. He gets a little bit mad. This the Santos is a good fighter. He's good on the ground. He's powerful. You know. I, I think he has a chance. I really think he has a chance. That plus three hundred price is a good price. I wouldn't back Cape in a million years at plus four hundred. I don't like. It. Now look, chances are Cape wins the fight. But uh, this the Santos is a really good fighter. He's fighting a fight. It's on UFC Fight Pass over in um, uh, LFA, I believe it was. And he got hit hard early. And it was the type of one, uh, if you haven't seen my uh, experience podcast with uh, with Harry Powell, please check that out. But it's the type of fight that you're thinking, oh, a guy only five or six fights into his career is going to panic here, you know? But he didn't. He came through and then he won it. And that's the type of fighter that you like to see in those sort of situations and you know he's ready to climb the ranks. And I do think he is one of them. So that's a very, very interesting one there. Uh, Lane and Taff in the heavyweight division. Look, uh, the, the under round and a half, a minus 225 is probably the bet to go there. Um, you know, I, I probably, I, I don't know. I don't know who I'm leaning there. Someone's getting knocked out anyway. Uh, we spoke about Turkal and, and Pedro. The straight-up price, as I mentioned, plus 100 for Pedro. might be minus 125 for Turkal. Uh, if you fancy the knockout, uh, Turkal plus 300, Pedro plus 350. You know what? I like that. I like the Pedro plus 350. Can we get Pedro around one knockout? Let's have a look at that. Uh, we can. And that is plus 750. Ooh, I like that. Are we going with three? <laughs> no, we're only going with two. We'll go, we'll go with two. We'll go with two. But uh, yeah, I, I really like that. Plus 750, Pedro, to win round one. Knockout. That's really, really good. So, um, yeah, we've all broke John as we spoke about minus two seven five plus two hundred Malarkey McDessie. We went through that, and uh, yeah, that's those are the big fights. Um, Hackbrast uh, Quinone as well. Hackbrast a big favorite there minus five hundred. Right, so we will recap the bets quickly before we go here. The main event to go over three and a half rounds, minus 138, plus 100 for Tyson Pedro. Carlos Ulberg to get the knockout at minus 134. Malarkey McDessie to go decision at minus 195. And I'm doubling up. I'm doubling up on the flyer. Uh, Volkov submission, plus 1400, plus 1200. Felipe de Santos to Cap. All right, everyone, I will leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. Please bet responsibly, bet safely. Let me know your bet in the comment section below, and I'll see you all next time. <laughs>